Marketplace is supported by Ring Central, cloud business phone systems designed to meet the needs of today's mobile and distributed workforces. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. The Federal Reserve does more than just interest rates, you know. Janet Yellen actually gave a speech today in which she reminded all of us to save for a rainy day. We'll talk about space rockets, too, and beer, of course. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by ClearFit. Used by growing businesses, ClearFit is designed to make it easy to find and hire employees that succeed. More at clearfit.com. And by MailChimp. More than 6 million people and businesses around the world use MailChimp to design and send email newsletters. More at MailChimp.com. In Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. Great to have you here, everybody. It's a Thursday, the 18th of September. And I know we started with Janet Yellen yesterday, kind of had to, right, what with the Fed meeting and all, but we are going to get going with her again today because she gave a speech this morning in which she quoted a remarkable statistic. Drawing on a Fed study of the state of low- and middle-income family finances, Dr. Yellen pointed out that for almost half of the families in this country, an unexpected expense of just $400 would basically break the bank. They would have to borrow money, sell something, or simply not pay at all. Marketplace's Mitchell Hartman takes it from there. It's been a familiar story during the Great Recession and not-so-great recovery. Someone loses a job or can't go to work because of a serious illness, and they can't cover basic bills. Andrea Levere is president of the Corporation for Enterprise Development, which is behind the latest research on financial insecurity. She says it affects not just the poor, those who are unemployed or working minimum wage. 25% of American households in the fourth quintile of income, which is roughly $50,000 to $90,000, are in liquid asset poverty. Liquid asset poverty, meaning they don't have the $6,000 or so in savings or assets they could sell right away to live at the poverty level for three months. Randy Elbelda, an economist at UMass Boston, isn't surprised. Given the very slow recovery for most people, given you know the last 20 years of very slow income growth for the bottom 50%, people have depleted all their savings. And what could help? A major factor turns out to be whether there are banks in poor neighborhoods and whether working people use them. In cities like Newark, New Jersey, where a lot of people don't have a savings or checking account, more people are financially on the brink. On average, an unbanked person spends $1,000 a year on financial services. Getting their checks cashed, right, because they don't have a bank account, going to payday lenders or to rent to own. Bottom line, it's expensive to be poor. I'm Mitchell Hartman for Marketplace. Not to belabor a theme here, but we are going to go back to that Fed meeting from yesterday for this next story. The Federal Open Market Committee, as you know, did nothing on interest rates in large measure because inflation is doing nothing in this economy. And yet members of that committee and other high-level economists almost everywhere talk about inflation all the time. To understand why that is, you got to know your history, as Marketplace's Sarah Gardner explains. If your experience of the 1970s is that TV show with Ashton Kutcher in Bell Bottoms, know this. 
For millions of Americans, the 70s was no comedy. Take Bob Donahue. His dad retired in 1972 with a pension of $120 a month. My father's pension check, which was fixed in its amount, covered his rent for two months when he retired. Less than seven years later, that same pension check uh, only covered two weeks' worth of rent on the same apartment. In the 70s, oil prices more than quadrupled. Mortgage rates hit double digits. Just ask economist Alan Sinai. I was stuck with one mortgage on a primary residence at 17% into the 1980s. And talk about sticker shock. The inflation rate went from 5.7 to 13.5% in just four years. Just for comparison, last year's was a measly 1.5%. I try to forget about my experience with the 1970s. Barry Bosworth was working for Jimmy Carter in the late 70s. He